There are several definitions of a den. A wild animal's hidden home, a lair, a room or hideout where a person can go to relax or be private, a place where people meet in secret, typically to engage in an illicit activity. Now there's a new definition, a place where DIB members, entrepreneurs and decision makers unite during the coronavirus challenge. To help our business community through this challenge, DIB is creating the Downtown Den, where our business heroes, those who run and influence our cities and some of our fantastic members will be visiting to share their thoughts and opinions with us through webinars, podcasts and blogs. Visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtowninbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Hi, I'm Helen Bamford from Downtown in Business, and in our series of hospitality webinars, I'm delighted to be joined by some key figures from the industry today. We've got Abby Dunn, founder of 68 People, and also Thomas Monnier, Managing Director of City District. So Abby, if we can start with you, um, 68 People is a hospitality recruitment consultancy. Yeah. So can you explain to us the situation that you currently find yourself in? Um, well, one that I certainly didn't expect um, and one that happened <laughs> very, very quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like, like I mentioned, I think everybody's got their story, haven't they? And, and it's how you deal with these challenges that, that is a testament to, to, to who you are and what kind of company you work for. But certainly the speed at which it happened for me was, um, you know, quite unbelievable within, within a six hour period. Um, we went from having what I'd say was a successful business. We were interviewing people um, uh, to, you know, to, to nothing actually. And um, that was the shocking part of it. We kind of, you know, phone call after phone call was losing every candidate that we kind of had in process. It was people not paying existing invoices. Um, and so over the six hour period, like I say, I, I, I think I reacted quite quickly, but by the end of the day, I had to let the team go. I knew, you know, I knew that, I was a very small business with very limited cash flow and with no business there, you've got to make decisions quite quickly. Um, and they were very understanding. And luckily we've been saved slightly by the, by the job retention scheme as lots of people have. And we're, you know, we're probably in a similar position to a lot of operators on a micro scale, you know, we're only a small team, but they're all now furloughed a word that we all now know and use every day but still <laughs> never used it before yeah um, and so, so that I'm in a position where I um have come around to seeing the future and looking positively at it because that's what you should do but uh, I've had a few you know two or three pretty dark days of oh my god you know what's <laughs> what is this um but now it is about looking at how you can help others you know how you can you know find the good in it and and, and how you can come out the other side of it yeah, I'm sure. I bet you probably have a lot of operators contacting you for help and advice as well, because... Well, to be honest, no, because people actually... Do, uh, uh, be, I'm in lots of different WhatsApp groups with lots of different operators, and uh, uh, people, operators want to seek each other's help and advice. Uh, I'm maybe offering it when I know some situations that I can, you know, maybe pass on knowledge from bigger companies to smaller companies. Um, ultimately, I have to be honest about my, you know, I, people that I've got special relationships with, yes, of course, they'll come to me, but ultimately no one wants to speak to any supplier at all. You know, they want to sort out their own P 
people and, and, and that rightly so. Yeah. Um, so I've tried to help where I can, but without being crass. <laughs> if you had the situation where the people who'd already been laid off coming to you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From a candidate perspective, we've had a lot of um, this kind of you know supporting roles there, and you know I think now people have come round to thinking right, this has happened to everybody. And once you see outside of your own world, you can you you take a little bit of comfort actually in seeing that this is everyone. This is not me. I have no effect on this. This is not a personal thing that's happened to me. And there is comfort in seeing that everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, definitely. And um, and Thomas. City District runs Picanha and Fazenda closed their doors last week. We know that a lot of restaurants moved to home delivery, but obviously due to the style of the service, this wasn't an option for you. So how have the last few days been for you and your teams? Yes, that is correct. So we, um, we operate in total uh, six restaurants plus another one. So that, that, that is sitting next to the, to the business, seven, seven restaurants over 420 employees. Mm -hmm. And uh, and when we actually did see this coming, you know, uh, we didn't expect it to be that quick, obviously, but uh, we did see it coming. We've been uh, working on, on what was going to be our plan probably about uh, three weeks ago or, or maybe more. And we started talking about it and thinking about the options. And one of the first options that we came to when we were discussing this was should we go down the delivery option and or, and take away and then we we made a decision not to uh, very early days uh, again even before uh, the, the the virus got to the level that, 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 that it is today you know lockdowns and, and closing sites and uh, and because we are really about the experience of what happens in the restaurants more than just uh, the actual food and uh, and we couldn't deliver that experience unless we unless we put our passengers in a motorcycle going around the city and and carving one meat and then going to another kind yeah it would be impossible so at that point we were very clear that this was not something that we wanted to do but we were building up this process um thinking that maybe maybe you know in a few days it was going to happen and then suddenly everything just exploded from one day to the next and uh, so if you ask me how how these few days have been you know I, I feel just like Abby you know I think that uh, in one week last week to be precise um, in one week we, we we lived probably the same amount of stress that we did in a full year full uh, year no full 10 years the full time that we actually opened the restaurant yeah yeah 10 years we opened the restaurant we've gone through a lot of stuff but in one week it was this it was everything condensed into one week and uh, hope no thankfully I would say yeah um, on Friday, the the, the government's um, you know job retention scheme was a big relief for us. So we were crying. I was calling my business partners. <laughs> we were crying on the phone. We're really crying because you know again, I always say this: good businesses and like Abby was saying before, you know, businesses that that, that care about their people and they are in, you know engaged with people. Um, you really care about what's going on. Therefore, for for us, it wasn't just the number that you say, okay, I'm going to lay off these people or make them redundant or you know, we were really stressing about how do we do this because we've got 400 families involved here and obviously no business has businesses our size especially the bigger you are the harder it is to really keep that cash flow rolling because you're always investing that money on a regular basis mm -hmm. so you need to get that money in in order to pay all these wages no one keeps you know a million pounds in, in cash in the bank who does that no business does that yeah so uh, 
for us, it was really how do we keep this ticking for us? And uh, so it was very difficult. Obviously, the first step for, for any restaurant is really to secure the site. Yeah. And I think sometimes people don't realize how difficult it is for, for hospitality versus or, or retail, I would say. Yeah, anything that has multiple stores. Because you can have a business that has one office and has 5,000 people in one office. I tell you what, that's very easy to close. All you yeah. do is you lock the doors, you keep the security guard in there and you say, that's it, you're starting dust it. Off you go. You don't hold stock, you don't hold anything. Easy peasy, yeah? But for restaurants, when you have multiple sites and they're all a potential place of, of hazards in a way because, you know, insurance is also a tricky world, you know, and everything is difficult. Uh, but uh, you have to go there, make sure that everything is out of place, you know, that people cannot see any liquor or anything, anything that attracts people looking out of the window, you know, into, into the restaurant through the window to, to, you know, break in. And then you need to make sure that everything's super clean, you know, I mean, like spotless yeah. clean, because you know that any pests, the moment that there's no activity inside, that's it, they're in a feast, you know? So mm -hmm. actually we've been doing cleaning for, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we didn't do Sunday. I told everybody just go home and rest. Yeah. Um, but still, some people still came to work on Sunday, even though we told them don't do it. Yeah. Um, and then as for Monday, everybody has been furloughed. So that means that three full days, some four of cleaning, 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 organizing, 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 everybody working as a team, delivering everything. And, uh, and, and now, you know, now is, is, it's, it's, what do you do now? Is that little gap? I think that's a good point, isn't it as well? Because, a lot of my friends are in hospitality. Some of them have been fortunate that they've been able to get jobs in their supermarkets because they're obviously looking for staff at the moment. But for, for other staff, the, they've gone from one extreme to the other. We know it's 100 miles an hour and you're doing 60, yeah. 70 hour weeks to then nothing. Is it a real change for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's very I quick. Mean, I, and, um, sorry, just in, in terms of what some of you know what I've picked up on what people are doing it is the people who are thinking very quickly there's no time to to delay it because you want to be kind of you don't want to do a rash decision and get it wrong of course but you want to be slightly ahead of people because you're still in a competitive market in some kind of way because you you know you want your staff to be you know to, to be saying my company dealt with this really well um and, and I know that that um clients that I'm speaking to are kind of got these kind of communities of staff that they're talking to regularly even if you know, asking what they're having for tea and they're posting meals, you know, and it's something as simple as that. It's yeah. just an engagement piece that they don't quite know what they're doing yet. But in the meantime, they'll keep everybody you know, talking and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Have you been able yeah. to do that, Thomas? Because you obviously refer to your staff as a family and which is what we do. Yes. Um, we, we have, we, we use an internal comms system called Zoho. Uh, it's a, a company from India and, uh, and, and, and it's been great for us as a business in general, you know, because that creates that direct conversation between people. We can create groups, we can create, you know, different chats or, or, or you know, or, or whatever, whatever we want, we can do it. And that creates that little engagement between people. Um, but obviously, the first thing that happened is some, uh, in each site, each, each one of our sites has a, a person that's responsible for actually more than one some two yeah it's what we call them the well-being representatives so each site has a person who is responsible um to to keep everybody in that site feeling happy and feeling well and yeah. it was it took literally seconds seconds the moment that we send the letter to everybody on wednesday 
telling them, look, unfortunately, we'll have to furlough everybody. Or actually, at that point, we didn't say furlough. We said, unfortunately, tomorrow we'll have to close the restaurants. We didn't make any rush decisions at that point because we knew that at some point the government was going to do something. So just like Abby said, you want to be ahead of the curve. But the problem is that if you turn the wrong way, a little bit like some of my uh, friend operators did, you know, on Monday, they closed the restaurants. They started making everybody redundant or laying them off and jumping the gun a little bit. And then by Friday, they said, oh, my God, what did I do? Why did I do this? Why did I do this? So it's difficult because you want to keep your staff engaged and informed, but you don't want to, you don't want to make the wrong decision. So our view was always, let's communicate honestly and clearly to everybody where we are. And if the answer is, I don't know, or if the answer is, we haven't made a decision, just let them know that this is what we've always done. From the beginning, we said, look, we're closing the restaurants, but we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. So you've got loads of questions just like us, but we cannot answer them. So at the mm -hmm. moment, just be as patient as we are being. But we need to keep that going. But the moment that we said to everybody that we were closing the restaurants, the well-being representative were like this, literally seconds. They started sending things. Hey, you know, at this moment when things are difficult, your pets are, 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 are your companions. So they started posting pictures of pets. And then my head chef <laughs> said, okay, let's do a competition. We're gonna do, uh, um, we're gonna do, uh, let's, let's everybody cook desserts at home, send pictures and the recipe. And by the time we open, whoever wins, we're gonna have that menu, that the dessert in the menu, <laughs> whatever, you know? I, I just gave you two, but we, we were doing loads of things. And, and Hannah, who is our, um, training coordinator and and she also runs the whole well-being representatives yeah development and training um hannah hannah said look i'm gonna i'm gonna put all these uh, uh well-being representatives together and we're gonna have a meeting which they did you know and we're gonna create a lot of content and create a spreadsheet so we don't fire everything across now because yeah. if this is gonna you know if it's gonna last two three months god yeah. knows how long you don't want everybody doing everything at the beginning because they're gonna get bored so we, we, she's got a full planner that she shared with me this morning and said, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, like, but, but these are the things. Can I have a coffee? These are the things. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be happy to share it in a way. Um, but uh, these are the things that, that really matter. You, just be, you have to be very creative, have a planner, understand let's, this week, let's get anybody doing this. That next week, let's do that. Um, I've got a lot of people that are very active. And, and, you know, so we said, okay, anybody that's doing any activities at home, post them, you know take pictures, um, upload videos, it doesn't matter. It's just to keep them engaged between each other that really makes a difference, you know? Um, and what we are... I think your staff appreciate that so much and I'm sure once this passes, and let's hope that's sooner rather than later, I bet they can't wait to get back to work because they know how much the company's appreciated and you've done for them during this time. And I think that's also with customers as well, you know, they'll see how businesses have reacted during these times and you know, the, the restaurants for me and the ones that have stand out and made a difference are the ones I'll be going to as soon as their doors open again. Um, and just Yeah, but it's not easy for everybody, yeah? Really, Ellen, it's not easy for everybody because you, when you have the team that we have, when you have the size that we have, and I'm just talking now to all these smaller uh, independent people in hospitality, you know, the restaurateurs, the bar owners, you know, it, it, I understand it's not easy for you guys, you know, it's not easy because you don't have a team like we have, you know, we've got 24 people in head office, they are just doing a lot of stuff, you know, they're really trying to get things done before they get furloughed on Friday, because as a business, we, we know that our cash flow is limited, and therefore, we, we, we said, look, do everything you have to do until Friday, Friday onwards, I'm sorry guys, you know, you, you, you're not supposed to be working, but obviously, as you were saying now, you know, I've got everybody wanting to say, hey, how can I help? I want to do this. People are bored already. You know, it's just been, what, 
a week, not even a week for us. But everybody's like, hey, I want to do what I want to do. But we're telling them, unfortunately, we can't. But for a small independent guy, you know, you as the owner, you as the, as the guy who's behind this, hey, I know that you're working very hard on getting all these, you know, these steps that we need to take into account now, today, you know, it's like the, the job retention scheme. How do I do it? How do I run my payroll? How do I do, uh, how do I apply for a loan? How do I apply for my, my grants? For, you know, just being, being a small business, whatever it is that you're applying for, that's going to end. And when that ends or negotiating with your suppliers, it's only you doing it. At the moment, I'm happy I've got a team of people doing that, but you don't. And you, the, the person who doesn't have it, you know, the real deal here is, is find time for your teams. Spend a little time at night just sending messages. Just do something, you know, tell them about you. Just share with them how shitty you are. Sorry if I can say that, yeah? you are feeling yeah just just share with them your burden because they're there for you that's the reality i know you are going you feel that you're going through this alone but you are not you really are not the team will be totally behind you and they'll do whatever they have to keep things engaged just delegate some of that actions to other people you know i don't know your bar manager your even your kitchen porter or your waiter they, they will have ideas they will they will want to get something out of this yeah. so yeah that's my view and then just before we wrap things up, we've seen some great examples of business heroes over the past few days. Um, Abby, does anyone particular stand out for you or any companies? Um, I mean, I suppose the obvious one, you know, the guys that, um, that I always kind of look to who stay ahead of the curve at a brew dog, you know, they're just so fast to react. Within 24 hours, they had a busy drive through, you know, they had, and I admire the speed at which they can come at full force with something. And I know they've got big teams of creatives around them, but I admire what they've done um, with the hand sanitizer, with deploying the trucks, you know, and you kind of, yeah. you're watching what they can do next because it's, and it's great. But on, on a smaller scale, I think it's anybody that has offered, has looked beyond themselves and, and thought, how can I now, and whether that's from a supplier's perspective, but certainly my mindset changed pretty quickly from, I'm screwed to right how can I do help others and I you know I admire that in, in, in any supplier that's thinking right can I they're not trying to get money out of anybody just trying what can I do now for three months because I've got all else to do how can I help other people and that's where I think we'll see people coming out the other end of it in positive in a positive way definitely what about yourself I was um I'm on the same page I, I obviously I, I do believe that, uh, well, first of all, Rishi's um, um, presentation the other day, you know, on Friday, the, the speech that he made was absolutely inspiring, you know, and the, what he's saying is, we're all in this together. Abby was talking about it earlier, you, hey, do you take some comfort knowing that every single business yeah. is on the same place? Everybody, it's not just hospitality, it's everybody. Mm -hmm. We're all in the same place. Everybody wants to say, look, I just want to survive this. I'll do whatever I can to survive this. But... The reality is that we all need to do something about this. We all need to look at the guy on the right, on the left. What do they need? How do they do it? And, you know, really, um, the people who have been, for me, stars in this process from a hospitality perspective is Kate from Hospitality UK, uh, from UK Hospitality. She's been absolutely, I tell you, she, this woman, I don't know if you're ever going to see this, Kate, but every day, <laughs> every day, I think of you every single day at this stage, because I think you've been absolutely inspirational and we are who we are today because of you. 
Yeah. And 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 also Jonathan Downey, who's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You know, he's been yeah, really he's been great. talking about. He's Talk been amazing. He's been me. helping people, yeah. helping people because what, that's what we also need. We need people that we've got questions. We want someone to answer, and 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 we want a shoulder to cry in a way. We want someone to to make us feel that hey, we're going to be right. And he's been amazing at this. Yeah. And and those have been key people. But obviously, the small little things. Like, like Rishi said, the small things that we can do today as a business and as individuals will be, will be marked for life mm. for this. This, mm. is, this is our time to shine as people, as individuals and as small businesses. We, we gave all the food that we had left, even the ones that we might be able to freeze or whatever. We said, listen, let, that's it. Let's take, the, let's take it on the, on the chin. You know, talk about 20 grand worth of stock. We went down there. We gave it to our team first. And then everything that was left, which is a lot, actually about 10 grand was left. We took it to food banks across all cities that we've got. Mm -hmm. So those are little things. It's nothing. And the, the bigger scales, 10 grand is absolutely nothing. But, but you know what? You know, the moment that you're giving this food out, my general managers were calling me and saying, you know what? I'm feeling so good about this now. Mm -hmm. It's just a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's knowing that you're making a little change that matters. Definitely. Well... Thank you both so much for your time today. Um, this webinar will be featured in the Downtown Den, which can be viewed on our website. And it's something that we've set up to help our business community through the coronavirus challenge. The Den will feature business heroes, webinars and podcasts and blogs from those who run and influence our cities. And of course, thoughts and opinions from our fantastic members. If you'd like to be involved, please get in touch. And to everyone, please stay safe.